Is a popular popular podcast. Do not be afraid. Welcome to Popular History, a library of Catholic knowledge and insights brought to you daily. My name is Greg, and well, normally I'd have more of a build-up than this, but I want to cut to the chase on this one, because I'm guessing you know what women are, so they don't really need an introduction. There has never been a female cardinal of the Catholic Church. I don't think many of you will be surprised by that. After all, all of the cardinals we've discussed have been bishops, or at least priests, and I expect most of my audience is aware that the Catholic Church does not recognize the ordination of women, a position relatively recently reinforced by Pope St. John Paul II in his 1994 apostolic letter, Ordinatio Sacerdotalis. However, there is no intrinsic connection between being a cardinal and being ordained. In other words, unlike being a priest or a bishop, ordination isn't required for becoming a cardinal. Moreover, Jesus didn't institute the College of Cardinals. It's a man-made institution that developed over time, with the original goal of being an honorific that took on a very practical and critical function when the church gradually learned that the institution could be used to prevent violent fights for the control of the papacy a task which it has not always successfully carried out, but that's neither here nor there. Now, I do think that for many people, the idea that ordination isn't, strictly speaking, part of being a cardinal will be something of a surprise, and if I were to further declare that therefore women can be cardinals, it would be a downright shock. And I'm honestly not bringing this up for shock value. I'm bringing it up because it's a common misconception about the College of Cardinals. And one of the things I want to do with this show is inform people about the Cardinals, including clearing up misconceptions. So, knowing that the idea that women can be Cardinals would be a lot to take in from me, well, don't take my word for it. Take the word of Father Federico Lombardi, the director of the Holy See Press Office, and by virtue of that position, official Vatican spokesman from 2006 to 2016, who noted the following in 2013 in response to then-widely-reported rumors that Pope Francis was going to elevate some women as cardinals in the consistory held in February of the next year. Now, I'm not one for taking quotes out of context, so I'm keeping the statement as it was originally reported in the Irish Times. Quote, This is just nonsense. Dot, dot, dot. It is simply not a realistic possibility that Pope Francis will name women cardinals for the February consistory. Theologically and theoretically, it is possible, he added. Being a cardinal is one of those roles in the church for which, theoretically, you do not have to be ordained. But to move from there to suggesting the Pope will name women cardinals for the next consistory is not remotely realistic. End quote. So, there you have it. Of course, Father Lombardi was immediately canned, and the statement that women can theologically and theoretically be made cardinals was walked back, right? No, he was not canned, and it was not walked back. Father Lombardi, who had been appointed by noted liberal, I'm being sarcastic, Pope Benedict XVI, continued serving for several more years before retiring at the age of 74. So, by all accounts, the Vatican considers women cardinals to be on the table and I'm pretty sure they would know. 
In the decades since Father Lombardi confirmed the fundamental premise, while denying the hyped-up timing, there have been a significant number of steps that will be seen as stepping stones if and when the first women are made cardinals. First, in terms of overall picture, the percentage of female employees in the Vatican rose from 19.2% when Pope Francis was elected to 23.4% as of his 10th anniversary this past March. Of course, when we're talking steps towards women cardinals, we're more interested in the higher levels of responsibility. In 2020, Pope Francis appointed Francesca Di Giovanni, a specialist in international law and human rights, to a newly created undersecretary position at the Secretariat of State, the Vatican Department that handles all those nuncios that I love to talk about. Di Giovanni has worked for the Secretariat since 1993 and now runs the sector for those states where the Vatican has multilateral relations. At that stage, Di Giovanni's most prominent female colleagues at the Vatican were Barbara Giotta, head of the Vatican Museums, and Christine Murray, deputy head of the press office. Di Giovanni's appointment made headlines because she became the highest-ranking woman in the Curia, basically the church's bureaucracy, and indeed she was the first layperson of any gender to hold such a post at the Secretariat of State. Undersecretaries are higher than they might sound. They're the third tier down, and as of the 10th anniversary overview of women in the Vatican that I'm drawing from, that I'm also linking in the show notes, there were a total of five women at that level. From what I can tell, there had been exactly one woman undersecretary prior to Pope Francis's pontificate. A certain Rosemarie Goldie had worked as an undersecretary at the Pontifical Council for the Laity from 1967 to 1976. So, Di Giovanni's appointment was not absolutely unprecedented, but it had been a while. In 2021, in a true first, Pope Francis appointed another woman, the Salesian sister Alessandra Smarilli, to a full-on secretary post at the Dicastery for Promoting Integral Human Development. Because I know the hand-wringing that tends to come when women rise to new heights in any organization, I'll note that Sister Smorelli has multiple doctorates and a five-page CV. She is, simply put, fully qualified, and then some. As of today, the top-tier curial posts are still 100% held by men but Pope Francis stated in December 2022 that he intends to change that before 2025, and has already laid the groundwork in the form of making it so that laity, including women, can lead to castries. Looking outside the org chart, and focusing on the specific role of cardinals as picking the bishops of Rome, aka the popes, it's also worth noting that in 2022, Pope Francis added three women as members of the castry for bishops, the body that votes on, well, recommending new bishops and transfers of existing bishops to the Pope. They give him the list of names to consider. Of course, it's also worth noting that that's three women out of a total of now, I believe, uh, 37 total voting members of the dicastery. So even though it was enough to make at least one commentator proclaim, my concern is to give some room for men. It's not like women making up less than 10% of that panel means they're running the show over there. And honestly, given that women aren't eligible to serve as Catholic bishops themselves, 
I'd consider making the entire nominating body, women only, a reasonable trade-off if it did come to that. Getting to the situation as it stands right now, the biggest topic of conversation these days, when it comes to church stuff, is the Synod on Synodality, which I have intentionally not discussed much, as I am very bad at making predictions and want to see how it plays out. The first of two sessions of the final phase of the Synod will begin next month, and the second session will take place a year after that, in October of 2024. The Synod is another area where Pope Francis has moved to include women to a historic degree, this past spring committing to at least 35 of the over 400 voting members being women. The full list of Synod participants is now publicly available and is, of course, linked in the show notes for your convenience. I tried to count the final number of women for y'all, but my uh, Italian isn't great, and I have a headache, so I'll say it's a number smaller than the number of men, and I have to think it's at least 35, or that certainly would not have gone unobserved. Pope Francis made a promise. To bring things full circle back to the fundamental possibility of women as cardinals, yes, yes, there is a current provision in canon law that requires cardinals to be bishops, which, when observed, certainly rules out Catholic women. Except, as I've noted before, and will note again, the Pope is an absolute monarch, and can officially change or temporarily abrogate canon law at will. There are, as we have seen, two lowly priests on the most recent batch of cardinals as is. So obviously, it is not hard to get past that clause. And yet, it still comes up as an objection when I bring up this topic. Pope Francis could even decide, and this is obviously something folks are watching closely, to push boundaries and declare that women can serve as deacons, something which does have historical precedent in the early church, though most Catholic scholars agree that would have been an unordained ministry. Heck, to go one further, you could even picture him moving to reopen the door to the idea of women's ordinations as priests and bishops, that door that Pope St. John Paul had closed. I really don't think he's got any intention of going that far, but while we're talking about what-ifs, I mean, what if? Now, obviously, moving on women's ordination itself would be a bold move. Overturning the spirit, even if he managed to somehow not overturn the letter, of Pope St. John Paul's declaration, and I really don't see how you could not overturn the letter with that. Such a move would absolutely cause schism, and I want to be clear that I'm not advocating it. I'm happy to go on the record as making the case for women as cardinals, and, like I mentioned, I'd be here for making it so bishops generally are selected by pious and discerning women. When it comes to anything else, and really, whether these suggestions are applied or not, in the end, I'm a Catholic, and will remain in communion with the Pope. And I think that's where we can leave it. In the end, it doesn't matter what you or I think. Cardinals are freely chosen by the Pope. The only way to know for sure what will happen is to wait and see. My guess is Pope Francis's selection of the next batch, as it were, will be influenced by the results of the Synod on Synodality this October and next. So, have your popcorn ready next month. The world of Catholic commentary is already thoroughly buzzing. Thank you for listening. God bless you all.